Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. Hey, what's up? Hello, it's Braden. At tonight, we have four students who are going to introduce themselves. My name is Josiah Sanger, and I'm in ninth grade. My name is Jessica Burr. I'm in 12th grade. My name is Danny Swire, and I'm also in 12th grade. My name is Lily Macy. I am also in 12th grade. Amazing. Well, this is a star-studded crew, but first, what happened last week? Why didn't we have a podcast? Winter retreat. Yay, Yay winter retreat. Okay, I want to hear, like, did you guys all go? Yes? Yes. 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 Amazing. I want to hear four short stories or highlights from your time at winter retreat. I have a carousel of middle school girls, and um, together we put together a volleyball team for the volleyball tournament and our names were the hot tamales and we created a couple um creative cheers for our team and we ended up second but it was pretty good for a couple of short sixth grade girls that's so fun <laughs> i had a really good basketball team when it came to the tournament and we didn't do too bad we also came in second we also did come in second yeah we lost to the speaker for the weekend and we honestly felt bad like if we can't beat him like that would be bad like you know gotta let him out of, out of pity you know out of be a guest it's not because he drained a bunch of threes on us or anything yeah we were playing a game and you had to hit these giant balloon things around and my brain went haywire and i was not having it it was terrifying very straight scary. chaos yep pure chaos got to learn more about my friends we love that and we love a good winter retreat to bring out all the things you didn't know about your friends like which ones pack deodorant and which ones don't Yay. Okay, so all right, so tonight we did a little bit of a little this or that warm up. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Where you guys were oh, standing yeah. and then oh, sitting, yeah. like if you voted this way or that way. Uh what were they about? And which one were you guys like most adamant about? Hmm. Zach and the fifth graders. Hundred <laughs> percent. So it was basically for our listeners, it was uh, who would win in a battle? The this group or that group? Zombies versus mummies, werewolves versus vampires. Zach, our beloved Zach Affolter, versus 56th graders. And Jesse was very adamant about... I'm sorry. I just... I had to pick Zach. I had to pick Zach. Absolutely. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Look, man. I'm, I'm just saying. He would have hit some dingers on him. And I think he would have took been able to take all 50. He's pretty good at beating up 6th graders. <laughs> I mean, if they all surrounded him at one point, he would be left unguarded behind him and i think three or four would jump on his back and then be over for him <laughs> yeah just gotta get him on his uh back and he's done cook like a turtle okay well it's tangentially related to our talk tonight which was about the death of lazarus lazarus, lazarus. yeah jesse tell me about that story what happened so mary mary and martha were complaining to jesus about how lazarus lazarus was dead and uh, he, Jesus was telling him how, if, do you not believe? If you believe in me, then they will be, you will be alive, well. Yeah, that's that's right. So Lazarus was dead. Someone told Jesus that Lazarus was dead, and Jesus was like, wait, we're just gonna hang out for a second, and then we'll see him later in a couple of days. Mary and Martha, like Martha, met him at the road and was like, my goodness, where were you, Jesus? Like, you. You know, he should have been here. Um, and I know he's going to, you know, be raised from the dead eventually when we're all raised from the dead. Um, and then Mary came out later and she was like, you know what? I believe that, you know, had you been here, you could have done the miracle of raising him to life 
even now. And that like led Jesus to uh, weep and be sad and push him towards um, compassion. And then he ends up you know, raising Lazarus from the dead. Spoiler alert. So a lot of it tonight was about death, right? Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about death, generally speaking? Like, how do you guys... Um, it's a reality for us as humans, right? So how do you accept it or cope with that idea? I think time is your ally. Mm. Uh, over time, it gets easier. I think death in this story can be um, translated to really any um, unfortunate event in life or any downturn or any... Um, Mm-hmm. even failure that occurs in your life and how to deal with that mainly um, deals with uh, the concept of faith and how you bounce mm-hmm. back from it. This morning at church we actually talked about death as um, specifically meaning the separation from God so that's what that reminded mm-hmm. me of. Spiritual death right yeah. yeah yeah so so layered wow you guys just hit it right on the head there where there's so many levels to it not as he just physically dead and stinking after four days, but he, there's just a lot of spiritual death um, and just kind of like relational and emotional death that is also buried into this idea. Um, okay, so a lot of it's about death, but the highlight, the climax of the story is raising him from the dead, right? What are your thoughts on raising people from the dead? Is it possible? Would you want to see it ever happen? It's clearly happened in the Bible. Do you guys believe it can still happen today? I think God works in just the same amount of power today as he did in the past i think it is completely possible but do i want to actually see it happen not necessarily (laughs) do you think it's possible that god raises people from the dead in different ways than he did when he was walking and talking on the earth say for example that terminal cancer prognosis all of a sudden is cured miraculously right some people would say the word miracle would you consider that kind of raising from the dead Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So later in the this, this story, like we mentioned earlier, the responses are very different, right? Martha mm-hmm. comes out and is like, comes out with the theology and like, oh my goodness, like, yes, he'll be raised on the dead on the last day when we all are raised and go to heaven. Um, and then Mary had more of that faith that Danny was talking about, about like, yes, I believe that you're capable and have power to raise him from the dead, even today. So be honest, are you guys more of a Mary or a Martha? I'd say in this point in my life, I'm more of a Mary. Um, I've gone through a couple things just like literally two days ago that I can firmly um, kind of connect with Mary in the situation. Um, Bouncing back in my faith has been a huge part of it. I can definitely say I've been one of the other in the past. There's definitely been times where I was not close with God and there's definitely times where I was able to bounce back I think it goes down and up a lot as of right now I'd say I'm definitely a Mary there's just a lot and I'm just once again it goes up and down so so let's fast forward to the end of the story uh spoiler alert Lazarus lives and he's raised to life um but it's not that physical life that makes a difference right it's this newness of life that is in him and we like to use this word called testimony that breathes life. Um, and so it's the idea that your testimony could raise other people to life as well, maybe spiritually, and they become believers in Christ. And it says in the Bible that many people believed on account of this event that happened here. Or it could be raising them to life in uh, the ways they look at uh, their outlook on life, or maybe how they think about themselves. Like you could, your testimony can raise your friends to life, right? 
So question here is, is your life a testimony to God's goodness? Are you living that way? I can um, definitely agree with that. Um, I am living right now with my like full intention on um, throwing everything into God's glory. I can definitely say that I've gone through somewhat of a death um, recently that wasn't an actual death, but a failure, a loss. And through that, I've been able to kind of side with Mary and Martha in the way that God's plan isn't always like laid out right in front of you. It's always confusing. They were dazed. They didn't know. They thought, God just gave up on me sort of thing. And I think feeling that in my own life, I can relate with them as well as acknowledge that um, he, my faith is the one thing that's going to keep me going in the right direction and that God's plan isn't always what I want. God's plan is always what he finds to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that um, figuring out how to use my experiences and everything mm-hmm. like that was definitely a learning curve and it took a lot of time just listening to God and hearing what he wanted me to do. It took a long time, but figuring it out was just, yeah. One of the biggest things that stuck out to me was the fact that Jesus wept. Mm -hmm. He cares for us. He was, despite not being there for Mary and Martha at that time, he cared for them. He wept for them, just based on his misunderstanding. Every Christian doubts at one point, every human sins, and just realizing that Jesus feels compassion for you, that Jesus wept, that he cries because of um, your downfall or your failures in life. His compassion alone makes you feel like... Right, yeah. I mean, the Bible says, I think in Zephaniah, uh, that we come to believe in him because of his love for us, not because of his judgment. It's not for fear of hell that I think that we're all Christians, but it's because of the great love that we've tasted and seen from God the Father. So what role does faith play in all of this? And what what are some ways in which we can acquire more faith? Well, I guess it's a matter of when you are, when a death physically or figuratively happens to you, when it comes, all it comes down to is your faith. Is Are you willing to continue to pursue God? Or even if you fall, since we all fall, fall short, it, it that's all life comes down to is your faith. That's the most important thing. So it's always good to try to keep that in the picture. Obviously, it's easier said than done. I think it's all about striving, and it's all about the faith that we have. Um, I think kind of adding on to that, um, keeping in your faith is what helps you gain more faith. <laughs> so like through your experiences and through those failures, if you are staying, um, if you're like keeping with your faith and everything, it just grows stronger. Jack and his talk talked about um, having two separate ways to go after any misfortune or a death or a loss. Um, he talks about how you can seek God in that and blindly follow his plan, whether that means you're left dazed and confused or um, turning to the earthly part of it, um, thinking that maybe God isn't like dependable to turn away from him in that aspect. Do you guys believe that God is doing a good work in each of your lives? That's a yes or no question. I think despite every, um, every failure, um, that I've like had during my life or will continue to have, 
um, I think through that, God is, God is using it to his glory, whether it's through me or through someone else. I have no doubt that his plan's right, because I know mm-hmm. it's right. I, I might not like it, mm-hmm. obviously, but with every bad thing that happens, it is for a reason, and it's for something good that you can either learn or portray onto someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's best that you learn from the mistakes that you make and understand that everything that happens is all a matter of for one thing, and that's him. And it's, it's, it all happens for a reason. That's so good. Jesse, could you read Romans eight twenty eight? And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Absolutely. So that's exactly, that's faith right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess where we're going to land this podcast this week is learning and taking a lesson away from Lazarus and his being raised from the dead, right? And we want to raise our friends to life spiritually um, through the things that they're, through the death that they're walking through, right? And so how we do that, if we take, if we kind of re-engineer that and take a step back, we do that through our testimonies, right? And our testimonies are kind of uh, testifying of the our own battles and our own struggles and our own seas that we've had to cross um, and how do we build a testimony but from faith so taking one step for, back from that is we see faith and ultimately what is faith but believing that God works all of it for our good right for our good and his glory so that's kind of the train of events it's having that faith which builds up a testimony when we face those obstacles those mountains those challenges um, and then that testimony is able to speak life, both in our life and in the lives of others. So, yeah, that's that's kind of a really awesome word. Um, any last takeaways from tonight, any of it? How will tonight change the way you live? I think moving forward, um, just knowing that despite the appearance that God isn't there with you, um, even knowing that you know that it, he's there, but just the feeling that you, you think he's abandoned you or um, maybe not been with you or in your favor of things that occur um it's always helpful to review the story just think that it might like he might be working something in the background or it might be working something for others or for you in the future well this has been another episode of the homegrown remix podcast of crossroads farm and we will see you next week Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org and contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, also on Insta and Twitter.